Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back, guys. Episode 10. We made it. We're we here. It. Congratulations. Thank to you. Us. Yes. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you for Thank making it possible. Thank you to the possible. loyal ones. We, you know who you are. You guys know who you are. If you're the people who are leaving us reviews on Apple Podcast, you're the shit. You're the best. Like, you. You're the best. You're the fucking best. <laughs> and um, if you did leave a review, then please reach out to us and we will give you a sticker. Yeah. But we can't we can't give stickers to ghosts, okay? So yes. come claim your sticker. Exactly. And also maybe write a review. Yeah. You know, write a little something nice about it or some constructive feedback. Yeah, I mean, we're open to negative negativity too. <laughs> we'll take it all. We'll take we'll anything. Take any- if you're new here, I'm Becca. I'm Lexi. And you're listening to Two, Two Swirls Too, Too Deep. And yeah, I'm just so excited that this is our 10th episode. I mean, I just can't wait for 100. Dude, we're going to be so killer at 100. Uh, yeah. I can see it now. I'm all about manifest manifesting and like making mm-hmm. the future is what we say. And I know that at 100 episodes, we're just going to be huge. We're going to be huge. And you're going to want to be on that train. You're going to be like, I know mm-hmm. those girls. Mm-hmm. Whether it's personally or I left one of the first podcast reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review. <laughs> Please. We're begging you, but not really. We, we just really greatly appreciate it. We do. I'm grateful that we are at episode 10. And for episode 10, we decided to kind of unpack some trauma yeah, in we're our gonna unpack some college trauma. Yeah, in our relationship and in our, just yeah, in our college life and yeah. in general. And I think that this is really informational because there's so many bad roommates out there, and everyone feels like they have the worst roommate because people are terrible. Like, how can you be a bad roommate? I like don't that? know. I, I kind of I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, do you even realize how? Like, some people are, just have so little self-awareness. Yes, They have exactly. no idea how shitty of a human being they are. Like, how messy they are. How, like, nasty, how loud, how... What their actions cause people to disrespect- feel. Yeah, I don't get it. I have no idea. Like, I mean, everyone, you know, no one's perfect. So, right. like, there are little, little things that irritate you about your roommate or whatever. Yeah, of course. But... To just be like a completely, we've had we had the most psycho roommate you could ever have. Yeah, and it actually destroyed our friendship at one point. Luckily, we're way stronger than that now. We but are stronger, those we're industrial strength swirls strong. That's now. how strong we are. <laughs> Tonight we are not drinking swirls. We're both like not today. No, we're drinking but, wine. We're mellowing out. Yeah, this what week. is this wine? I don't know. Becca just served it. to oh me. Oh my god, that's a good question. <laughs> it's just a white wine. It's just a white wine, guys. And she's drinking a red. It's from Total Wine. I'm drinking a red wine because I'm a red kind of gal. <laughs> I'm quirky. And I'm a white girl, so <laughs> white wine it is. I, I think we're going to Are we gonna skip salty? Yeah, we're going to skip salty. We're going straight in. We're getting into the tea. I need to get my notebook. In order to prep for this episode because it's so The deep. timeline is deep. Yeah, and I can't believe this only happened over a few short months, honestly, because it was so crazy. It felt like a, well, I think it was just like so long and traumatizing and exhausting. It felt like over like a year, like a span of years. It, yeah, years. Because, and at some points I felt like I was at my darkest moments too. Like I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was at my worst moments. But the thing is, is like we came out stronger because of this. And I feel that a lot of roommates are terrible mm-hmm. and psychotic. And if you are the stronger one, you win at life because... 
I hope that survival of the fittest. Survival of exactly <laughs> actually psychotic what what went on between us. And I'm grateful every day that we are friends still because it could have been so easy to just not be friends anymore. It really could have. I, I can see how I mean, I'm sure there are other friendships that have ended in this way or like in a yeah. similar manner. We easily could have not. Especially because we were both at such big turning points in life. Yeah. That it could have been easy to just be like over and we'd only known each other a year and a half when we moved in yeah but we were like super close yeah so sisters practically (laughs) yeah we are sisters (laughs) but um i guess to take you guys into the moment it was the summer of 66 (laughs) i'm just kidding why was was that the first thing that popped in my mind too i just thought of one of those cheesy ass books where it's like it was the summer of 66 the leaves were crisp exactly fall was in the air So, actually, it was... Start us out. It was the springtime of 2015. We had just finished our freshman year. Everyone's looking for housing. Mm. And Becca was, like, the only person that I was close enough to want to live with to give that opportunity with. It might be a weird trend in my life, but, like, I just don't get along with my roommates. Me neither, girl. (laughs) My friends know I've had some fucking roommates. I've had some situations. We were still going to do campus housing. And I, Becca and I did it together. It was only us two. It was super easy to find a room because we knew we would share the room. Yeah. So we just chose a room at random. I do want to say shout out to my freshman roommate, though. She was, like, legit. She was great. She was great, mostly because she was never there. But, like, we still cool. Like, Amanda girl. That's good. Yeah, I saw her on EG. We don't really talk or anything. Yeah. But, like, she's cute. She's sweet. Like, she was never home. She was never home. She never caused problems. She's always a sweetheart. She yeah. was a good roommate. I don't want I don't want to discount her. No, 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 no. But continue. Well, we were like, okay, we're going to get a room. Just us two. We don't care who the other people in the dorm are. Because at our college, it was, like, two people per room and there were three rooms per dorm per yeah it was like a larger yeah dorm. and we shared a kitchen and we shared a living room and there were two bathrooms and they, yeah, two bathrooms with yeah and so we were like okay it doesn't matter who we are with as long as we're with other girls so we just pick a room at random we get it blah 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 um summer ends it's like August and I had a special thing because I wasn't like not I wasn't an international student but you're, you didn't live, like, your parents didn't live here. Yeah, so my parents didn't live here, so they, the campus and the university allowed me to move in, I think it was, like, two weeks or three weeks early. Yeah, and I was living off of campus, but I was yeah. still in the area, so I was able to move on campus early, too. So we moved in first out of all the six people, and we didn't know the other four people. Life is good, everything, and then one day we're in our room, and we hear someone come in. The first roommate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I just left while she was moving in. Like, I was like, she's with her yeah. parents. Yeah, like, I just remember there being, like, people there. And I was yeah. like, it felt kind of weird to be there. Especially when someone's parents are there. And, like, other girl also moved in early, but, like, a week after. Whatever. Well, of course, like, on the late night, we we would try to be her friend and, like, talk to her. Yep. This was a bad idea. This was a really bad idea. This was the beginning of the end. This was the beginning of the end. I feel like I have a good sense of people sometimes, whether I realize it or not. And I was home alone with her, and I heard her in her room. Her door was open, so I just started making conversation with her. And we were talking and talking. And she was asking me, like, such personal questions. 
but like I didn't care. And she would pretend to know who I was talking about. Interesting. What? Yeah, like I didn't know. I would be like, oh, I know. So my old roommate was this girl, and she was in this sorority, and like I know this, this, and this person. And she'd be like, oh, I know them too. And like when you live college dorm life, it does. It is a really small world. There was, she wasn't, like, super connected, well-connected. No, like, no. I, I knew her. Like, she was not. No, but she would, that's what she would say to me to get me to keep talking. And surprised. I feel like that's, like, a tactic, you know? Instead she of, was, oh, God, she was so manipulative. I'm not even surprised. So, I have this conversation, just her and I, no alcohol involved in this conversation. Like, I was underage, she was underage. We didn't, it was still early, we didn't have alcohol. And I just remember, like, feeling so comfortable around her but like the thing she was asking and the way I was answering I was like it's kind of weird like why am I telling her my whole life story yeah but like God, she's she's so... not giving me anything that's I'm just so talking. her though that's so okay. yeah so I'm I'm talking so much Ugh. because that is my nature like if you can ask the right questions I'm kind of like an open book and I think she knew that you know I was like oh yeah like she's cool like she knows this person this person but most likely she didn't Mm-mm. And so I was like, yeah, she can be our friend and stuff. So, so when things started happening, school starts, parties start, like, of course I was going to include her because that's, like, how I was at the time. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, the we more the merrier. We were always just trying to, like, make friends. I just remember, yeah. especially the first few years, I was just constantly trying to make friends. Exactly. So, Same. like, anybody, anybody who was around, you would get their Snapchat. Yeah. Or you would just try to be friends with them. Yeah. She invited us to, like, just hang out with her friends in a room. And they had alcohol. Of course, we're 19 years old. We're, we want alcohol. You're in college, yeah. And I, of course, Becca, we're all... And I think this girl's so chill. She's so cool. Sure, we'll go to your friend's room. That yeah. should have been the first sign. Like, if anyone's drinking on campus, no. There were... There were... Yeah. There were so many signs. We, it was uh, her friend... Um, Zelda, we're gonna Zelda, call her. Yes. It was Zelda, and Zelda was roommates with JoJo. We'll call her JoJo. And uh, Zelda was roommates with JoJo, is what we're gonna call her. Okay. Uh, I so it was about her that. and JoJo. I don't think there was anyone else, was there? No. I think it was just them. And we were like, let's play King's Cup. So we played King's Cup with we got no other plans. Super trash. <laughs> we also played um, Never Have I Ever. I remember that. Yes. And we really exposed too much of ourselves. We were just like, Trying to have a good time. We were very open and, like, free-spirited. And we didn't, like, you know, we didn't care. Like, everyone was having yeah. new experiences. It's college. Like, yeah. we didn't think we were going to be judged so much for them. We were. <laughs> yeah, we were incredibly judged. More than we actually realized. I think the first day that this that Helen entered our dorm was judgment time. It was ju- It was D-Day. It was D-Day. That's how I was trying to say. Yeah. So, that's the night we all, like officially hung out for the first time yeah and then and during this time i was talking to someone aka now my fiance francois francois i I was trying to make it a point not to talk about francois this episode but he plays a part in this so i had been i had just met francois yeah before that whole king's cup night we were talking casually whatever and I had met him, and then a week after that weekend was kind of when things got serious with me and Francois. And I was like, oh, this guy, like, he actually is something, like, 
let me pursue this and I started hanging out with him more and we were just starting to form our relationship and Helen did not like that no she didn't she did Becca not. also got really sad <laughs> <laughs> she got really sad at this moment but yeah and so yeah this is kind of how things took a little bit of a turn she got into a relationship but we were all still kind of friends yeah yeah there so, was yeah friends quote-unquote so then what happened so, one of Francois's friends decided to have a party. I hate this. <sighs> Again, this is uncovering a this lot of trauma. This is really uncomfortable for me because, like, this is a dark time We were me. both bad. We were both really bad. But Francois's best friend had a party at his house. And, of course, I'm like, let me invite my roommates. Like, they should come. Like, they're great. My best friend lives with me. And I have this girl that I think is really cool. So, I invite them. Mm-hmm. To a party with only Francois's friends. Oh, and let's just say <laughs> Becca did not make the best impression. But it wasn't her fault. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I swear. <laughs> We're not going to get into the details of what had happened, but it ended with. Helen blew this shit out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Like, way out of fucking proportion. And it was a small party. There was 100% no more than 15 people there. No, there wasn't. It's very small. That's so why everyone was like, knows what's going on. Yeah. It and was so bad. Helen really blew things out of proportion. In my mind, I review this scene as like the whole entire party stopped, the music stopped. Like, every. It probably didn't happen like that. But no. she was just like, you need to take care of your friend. Like, do you know what happened to your friend, your best friend? Do you know what happened to her? And I was like, no. I didn't even know. <laughs> I was like, Becca, what happened to you? She's like, I don't fucking know. No, she was just like, I think she'd kind of like conjured shit a little bit. And yeah. like took it to this whole nother level. And because I wasn't telling her anything, she took it as like something super, super bad happened. Yeah. And what she does is she's like very manipulative. So... Like, she might have made me think that something else crazy happened. She, like, makes things really dramatic. Mm-hmm. So then, like, I'm drunk, I'm upset, and she's, like, screaming. But she also created the vi- the, the divide. Divide. Okay, so moving on, the party drama happened. After that night, it was kind of weird because I was still trying to, like pursue Francois and like hang out with him and like I was just my my mind was with Francois and frankly like our schedules were really different yeah it wasn't like Becca was at home 24 7 and I just didn't include her like she was working a lot and also I was just like really pursuing a relationship with Francois so months had passed at this point I think that happened in September the whole party thing and things were just really escalating in our dorm. Like, they, I kind yeah. of at some point, because I wasn't spending a lot of time there. Like, I would finish class and I would go to Francois's house. I would finish work and I would sleep at Francois's house. Like, I mm-hmm. was there a lot with him a lot. But one night in specific, it was so traumatic on so many levels. Oh my god. But it was only traumatic because of the events that happened. So I was working at a retail job for some reason last minute my shift got changed so i was supposed to be home at six and then they changed me to work at 10 so hours got shifted and i you could not have your phone at all on the floor in this place like absolutely not there's cameras everywhere 
people everywhere. You, you definitely couldn't have your phone. I couldn't text. Every single break I was on, I would go to my phone and I would have at least 40 to 50 messages from Helen telling me everything that I'm doing wrong in the dorm and how like the dorm room was filthy because of me. Mind you, I spent no time there. Yeah, she was just like so psychotic and like if you left one dish in there, if you did like anything, she would just go off about it. Yeah. So she, on that day, she had it against me. She was over it. Like she was saying all of this nasty stuff to me. And I like was literally crying at work because I was like, how am I supposed to go home? Like to my bed, what's going on? Like I, I couldn't handle it. I was crying so much and like holding in the tears was like giving me a headache and like making me feel sick yeah that i eventually told my manager like hey like i need to go home like it's just this is something at home is like really emotional right now i gotta go well long story short on the way home thank you universe i got in an accident a very bad accident a bad one on the freeway and i was blacked out in my accident i had to be taken by nine um the ambulance to a hospital like even still, I don't have any idea how I got to the hospital. Yeah, you're probably just out. I was like destroyed. I remember yelling at the guy that I had hit because he had come to my window, and I remember like yelling at him, like, "I don't know what I'm supposed to do." I was just like psychotic, and then I blacked out, and then I woke up in the hospital, and the nurse had told me that the people that I called had showed up, and it was you. Because I called you, I guess. Yeah, you, like, called me or texted me or something. Or, you're like, yeah, maybe you called me. I don't yeah. remember. But you, like, I think you, te- I feel like you texted me. I remember texting you and Francois at the hospital. They were only allowed two people in at a time. Mm-hmm. And the nurse told me that three people are here to see me. And I was like, I don't fucking know more than two people in San Jose. Like, <laughs> who the hell else is here? Lo and behold, the girl that was shouting at me, yelling at me over text message, enters my hospital room along with my best friend and our other roommates were also there but they but w- one the of them was in room. yeah one of i think the yeah the other two were in i was gonna say one room. of them was in the car but no they were both in the waiting because they room. would only allow two at a time but um, helen had the audacity to show up at my hospital bed after she had been writing paragraphs to me for the last like three hours yeah the fucking audacity that bitch would and she would it's funny because we were talking about this tonight and like you did not know that she had been harassing me. Yeah, I had no... So, at this time, like, our relation, my relationship with Helen was growing because, like, uh, Lexi wasn't around so much. And she was, like... Ex- if you haven't guessed already, she was extremely manipulative. Yeah. And she puts a lot into your ear. I'll get more into it later. So, our relationship was kind of growing. So, so I had no idea, like, she would talk about you sometimes. Like, later on, she talked a lot more about you. But she um, never told me that she was contacting you. I never knew about any of that. And I, it's funny because we were prepping for this episode. So I went back and looked at my screenshots and I showed her the message. Yeah. That she sent I was me, fucking like, shocked. She, I never minutes, saw any of 20 that. 20 minutes before the accident. Bizarre. She fucking would. She was crazy. That's so insane. So me. the night of the accident, I'm all shook up. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I need, I kind of need someone to take care of me. So I just go to Francois's house because yeah. he could drive me to my appointments. Like, he wasn't in school at the time. Like, he could take the time off to help me and get me the help I needed. 
And so I was just spending obviously a lot more time there because I was not mobile for a couple of weeks. That was like my awakening. Cause I was like, how dare you fucking show up at my hospital bed literally and be a bitch to me right before this. Yeah, like, were you guilty? You. Yeah. Were you, do you, did you feel guilty? No, I don't think she fucking did. Nosy. I think it was so fucking like that, like she got off on that kind of shit. Yeah, she did. And so a couple months pass. And things are kind of weird between Becca and me. Yeah, things got weird. Like I said, my relationship with her wasn't was getting weaker, while my relationship with Helen got stronger because yeah. there was no one else around. I didn't ha- really have any other close friends, especially one that I like lived with consistently, and that would take you to parties and like go so, out with you. Yeah, so Time we. Passed. I got a little bit toxic. Time passed. I got a little bit toxic. I was not a good person. and But I started noticing, like, so me and Helen hung out a lot. We went to, like, some parties. And I started noticing certain things. Like, she was perpetually angry about everything. Like, everything. People in her class weren't smarter than, like, smart enough. They weren't smarter than her. No one was as smart as her. Her professors, like, they didn't call on her enough. Like, they weren't as smart as her. They didn't get, like, they didn't get... That she was this like super smart person. She um, was a TA for like some students, and it was always complaining about them. She was complaining about her own friends, her other friends. She always complained about them. All of this stuff, constantly angry about something, always angry about something. And she also had like this weird thing where, um, so I was dating a lot more in college, obviously, and I would like see guys and like go hang out with guys or go on dates or whatever. And it felt like she was constantly trying to one-up me. It was always like, oh, well, I'm talking to this person, too. Or, oh, I'm seeing this guy, too. And it was always like she wanted to have something to contribute to the conversation. But there was really always no evidence for it. Like, she would always say, like, she was going on dates or she was meeting up with someone. But the story was always kind of vague. And there was no real evidence that she was actually talking to someone. Yeah, it would just kind of be like... Oh, well, you did this, I did that. Especially now that I'm thinking, yeah, one time I was like, there was a guy that I was kind of seeing regularly, and we would hang out, hung out one night, and the whole time she's texting me while she's supposedly on a date. Like, oh, like, no, he's not a good kisser. Oh, no, like, I think I'm going to go home. Oh, like, I might stay over. I'm not sure. Like, just texting me, and I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be, like, on a date. Like, what the fuck? Like, and she was texting me, like, regularly throughout the night. So... I think that she was lying, first of all. Obviously. So it just felt weird, and I felt like she was constantly, almost like kind of jealous that I was getting like male attention and she wasn't. Yeah. So um, I started noticing shit like that, and we partied a lot, and she was the kind of person that, she was kind of like one of our old friends where she didn't get too drunk, and it was like she didn't get drunk enough so that she could like kind of have like dirt on you. Yeah, like, she's observing you. Yeah, she wanted you to get super trashed, but she wouldn't get very trashed. And she just wanted to, like, get dirt on people. Yeah. Um, Like, she's collecting evidence about... Evidence to make herself mad. Yes. And then this is when... So, at this point in time, like, our relationship is getting really strained, me and Lexi's. And at this point, like, it was kind of obvious to me because I would text... Becca about a problem and, and she I, would be so short with me. Like, I was short or I would be like really nasty to her which was not yeah. a good thing. Um, but yeah our relationship was like really bad it and then you bad started time. noticing some crazy shit happening. By now it's like February and I was t- 
texting Becca and like I would get those dumbest responses like we obviously were not spending any alone time together maybe we would see each other in our own room but we were I remember it being so awkward yeah. and like dead silent and, and we would just be like, like both laying on our beds and yeah. like and like I would try to like say something and nothing would happen like no hate towards you but you were very hostile no I was I was moment, really hostile and very short with me and I was like what the heck is going on like I think that this is my friend and and then it was Super Bowl weekend we had all come back from winter break Mm-hmm. And I had worked, and the night before this, I had gone out with, like, two girlfriends, and I got wasted, and I threw up, and, like, I might have missed the trash can a little bit, and I got, like, some stuff on my bed, but it Every- wasn't a lot. Everyone's had a messy-ass drunk And I didn't throw up. But this up. wasn't even that bad. I didn't throw up on my bed. I'm talking, like, splatters on yeah. my bed sheet. On my bed sheet in my own room. And I'm like, oh, Whatever. And then I go to work because I worked really early that day, the next day. And I come home from work after getting millions of text messages about how bad the whole entire dorm smells and how this Helen girl took it upon herself to go into my room. She went into our fucking room. She took the sheet off of my bed and put it in my hamper. First, she said she stuck her face in the trash can to see if that's where the smell was coming from. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, she was like, after I stuck my face in the trash can, I realized it wasn't the trash. I went into your room and took your bed sheet off of your bed. And I'm not even exaggerating when I tell you that it was splatters. Like, it literally was dots. Like, there's no way that my puke could have been that astronomical. No. But she was like, you know, it definitely is. But she was just snooping. She and was she snooping. probably saw something on the sheets or like smelled a little bit of something. Yeah. But there's no way it was coming out into the dorm room. No. Because no. I didn't I didn't say I didn't see anything. Because it was literally dots. It was oh, I wish that I took photos of this. It was like literally dots. And this was Super Bowl weekend and I was like, Okay, that's really annoying. Like you're going into my room, you have no right to go into my room. Like that's trespassing yeah. trespassing it was like a psycho behavior. and i i actually kind of feel like i was starting to want to call the ra at this point but i didn't and then two weeks later it's my birthday and i'm like i know that becca's like kind of mad at me or like something's going on but maybe it's in my head oh my god and i just get hit with I... the most nastiest text message I've ever read in my life. I literally couldn't even read it to Francois because it was so brutally so honest. <laughs> this was not Becca. She was possessed by a devil. I was. I Well, I shouldn't have said these things anyways, but um, yeah, I said some probably horrible things and I didn't want to like, read the message. Yeah. But, but yeah. Thankfully, we don't have those messages. Oh my God. But yeah, on my birthday, I was really mad that she didn't text me and I was like, how could you not even tell me happy birthday? And then she just went at it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay then. And then some time passed and I was just always spending so much time at Francois. Like, I don't think that I ever slept at my dorm ever not very much for like two months because i couldn't go home like it was either the person laying next to me literally was hating me or every move was tracked by the psychotic bitch next door so the only reason the only times i actually would be home was really early in the morning to shower for class 
or like kind of like late in the evening if francois had to work we there were six girls in the storm and two bathrooms so it should have been four no yeah so it should have been like three and three yeah but for some reason like another one of our roommates moved out of the dorm i think she got bullied too she yeah that's a whole other conversation that was like a whole and that was quick that was that was before i think i even that was like a month in yeah she left oh yeah and we remember we had that meeting with the ra yeah i remember that and she left quick and i think it was because it was because of helen she didn't last that long she i mean maybe two months yeah she was not there that long no no and they never replaced her. I thought they were going to replace her. No. Them. Anywho. The, there was a girl that had moved out. There were four girls in one bathroom and one girl in another bathroom. And I never thought, because I'm not psychotic, I never ever thought that this would be something another human would do to someone. So I would just like willy-nilly like leave my hair care, my shampoo conditioner in the mm-hmm. shower. Like, well, one day I took a shower and I used to always blow dry my hair after and like the roots of my hair literally felt like oil. Like it would not dry and it was so oily. Like oh. it all up here, like on the crown of my head was just like Did you notice the smell was different or anything? I can't remember enough. I'm trying to think like if she put like I felt like it was either maybe like I don't know the color of your stuff. Yeah, so, it was Aussie at the time, I remember. So like the It was like white, yeah. Like white. but the bottle. So I was, was like purple. maybe it was either like mayonnaise or like she put like actual oil or something. It could have been mayonnaise, yeah. Because doesn't mayonnaise make it oily or no? I mean I don't know. But it could have been I just think of that, like I just think of the hair masks. I just think with, like, that mayo like and avocado. What what would be the point of putting mayonnaise? She probably put like fucking nair in my hair or something like But did your hair fall out? No, because I immediately, rec- like, I noticed it, you know? Uh, so it's like if someone put... She would fucking put Nair. If I didn't blow dry my hair, Nair could just sit in my hair and, like, make oh, it fall out. But because true. I blow dried it, and I noticed, And like, you rinsed it out right away. Yeah, and I was like, this is not right. And then I showered in the other shower in the oh, second bathtub. So then yeah. I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, this is weird. Like, someone's tampering with my bathroom stuff. So then I told our fifth roommate, I was like, can I please share a bathroom with you? Like, this is ridiculous. She's like a neutral party. Yeah. She was like, yeah, she she never left her room, really. Shout out to Mary. Yeah, Mary. Mother Mary. If you know who you are, we should message her and be like, listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, shit, my bad. Yeah. So then I messaged Mary and she was like, yeah, go ahead. And I feel like that was the opening of Mary and our relationship. Because yeah. after that, she started spilling some tea to me. Hot tea. But Becca was very much in the ring of fire. For I was this. in the ring of fire. So at this time, me and Helen's relationship is at its peak, but it is coming down fast. So we were friends and she constantly talked about Lexi. She was constantly angry at her about something, always brought her up. She was always mad about something. As I mentioned before, she's like perpetually angry about everything. I think I mentioned it before. Like there was always something she was mad about. And like it was just like so like being around her, like she was extremely negative. I remember sitting down at our table in our dorm room, in the living room one day, and I was like doing homework or something, and she comes, she like flings open the door, she comes in and She's, like, mad about something, just, like, going on and on. And I just, like, remember thinking, like, what? why the fuck is this so important? Like, why are you so mad about this one thing? Like, she just let everything get to her. 
So I'm like starting to just get like so fucking over it. And one night I went out with um, some other friends and we went to like a bar or something or yeah, it was like a bar, but I think we like snuck in. And, um, and then we went to a friend's birthday party afterwards and got even more drunk and I was just obliterated. Like I damn near had alcohol poisoning, I'm sure. And the next day I'm just like throwing up, throwing up all day long, all day long. And Lexi, this is kind of where things take a turn. Lexi, she gave me bread, I guess, (laughs) cause I was like, I couldn't keep anything down. But if you, if you like eat bread or like a pizza or something you know something, something bready to it like soak it, it up. up it soaks up the alcohol and she gave me bread and then she messaged and then I messaged her and I told her like thank you for the bread I really appreciate it and that's kind of where we started rekindling and she was like um I told her you know I like could have handled everything better because I was like a fucking bitch and we like agreed to talk so then came our secret our secret meeting I don't want to disclose the store that I worked at at the time but I worked at a certain beauty supply store and after work she picked me up and we kind of started rekindling our friendship in the parking lot in the fucking parking lot and we went on and on about everything. I don't even feel like it was a fight either. Like, we weren't aggressive at each other. We were, no. like, more apologetic. Yeah, no. We were, like, rekindling. We were apologetic. And we were both, like, we were wrong. We fucked up. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Because I just started realizing, like, it wasn't necessarily at this time that I wanted to end my friendship with Helen. But Helen was, like, getting on my fucking nerves. And I realized, like, I missed my best friend. And, like, our, our argument was really stupid. Like, what the our, the disagreement or whatever. We didn't even have a fight. That's there was the no thing. fight, really. It was just, like, stupid. So we rekindled and we started talking about everything. And things started coming out yeah. about Helen. And it was just kind of like a, well, I heard this. Well, I heard that. Yeah. We were both kind of, like, on both sides. Like, well, we heard this. And she said this. And that happened. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, things were adding up. Yeah. So then we go home and we were like, okay, let's like, and because at this time things were, if you, it's hard because if you don't know Helen, you would, un, you wouldn't understand why we did this, but no. we went into our dorm separately because we didn't want her to know. And at this point she had already like obviously been snooping in our room. She had messed with my bathroom stuff. Like nothing was off limits to her. Yeah. She was a fucking psycho. Like she was like, there was no privacy around her. Yeah. So we were apparently like talking in bed one night and Mary, our other roommate, caught her on her hands and knees looking <laughs> under our fucking door. Imagine a grown ass woman. A grown ass fucking woman. Listening in on our conversations. Like, and what did Mary say when she when you asked her about it? Mary caught obviously Helen red-handed and she was like are they asleep like what's going on in there and Mary was like I don't fucking know this is not my business we're in college it's a Friday night peeking under our fucking door like a psychopath so then shit really gets fucking crazy Helen had the audacity to post on her snapchat story at 11 30 on a fucking Friday when you're trying to sleep and your roommates are nonstop. Yeah, she's like, when you can hear everything your roommates are saying or some shit like that. It will be on our story because I found the exact screenshot of it. We'll post it. Yeah. So, I mean, and 
bear in mind at this time she's like she can I think she can sense that Lexi and I are rekindling our yeah. friendship she's starting to be really short with me like I would ask her how her day was or like what's going on and she would just be like I'm fine I'm tired whatever and she'd be like really really short with me and I was like okay she's like She's going to be butthurt that I'm friends with her again. Okay, cool. There's no way that we could be friends. No fucking way. So then the fight happens. So that after night. this, Yeah, after the Snapchat happens, we're sitting in bed, we're talking, and I'm flipping through Snapchat, and I see the Snapchat, and I'm like, okay, game on. And But I, I approached this different. I wasn't going in there to fight her, but I was like, I'm going to remain as calm as shit because it's going to piss her off, so... Yeah. We recorded this, too. So, maybe subscribe to our Patreon or leave us a review if you want the whole video. If you want the full video. Because it's gnarly. It's like, fucking crazy. This bitch is fucking crazy. I We approach her door. She's recording. Mary's also here because she's like, shit's going down. We were messaging mm-hmm. Mary like, okay, it's going. Shit's going the fuck down. I was like, we need a witness. So, I knock on her door. Her, <laughs> rewind. I knock on her door. And I'm like... I said something along the lines of, like, hey, Helen, do, do you have a problem? Like, I just saw your Snapchat. Like, do you have a problem? Like, what's going on? And she opens the door, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to sleep. And I'm, like, trying to confront her. I'm like, why did you post that about me on Snapchat? And she's like, how did you know it was about you? Could have been anybody. She says roommates in the fucking She text. says roommates. I'm like, bitch, who else would it? I was like, who else would it be? And she's like, well, no one in L.A. knows who you are because she's from SoCal. Yeah, no one like, in LA knows who you are. I'm like, that doesn't fuck. I know who I am. Yeah, I know I'm your fucking also, roommate. You know enough people at San Jose State where it's like they'll know who your roommates are. I don't even give a fuck. I know who the, uh, the fuck I am. I know that you posted about me. So, like, come at. I was like, and I was super calm. I was like, why didn't you just come say something to me? Why didn't you knock on my door and come, hey, you're too loud. I'm trying to sleep. Didn't do any of that. And she's like, I'm just trying to fuck. Why don't you just be quiet? Why do you guys have to be so loud? She, she was mad that we she were talking. She was big mad. She was so fucking mad. I don't even remember, like, the ending part. I don't... She just, like, slammed the door in your yeah, face. Yeah, she, like... She tried to do something, and I was like, no, don't. I was like, don't even. Oh, don't hit me. <laughs> I was like, don't even. You, you guys have to subscribe or, like, oh, let please. us know. If we'll you leave a review, videos. we'll give you guys the video. The videos are fucking wild. Because this girl is psychotic, and I think that says a lot, because after that, she was just... So after that, yeah, she obviously didn't talk to us, and she was like, oh, so I remember after that, we both got fucking scared because you told me, we started yeah. talking about everything that was happening and you told me shit in your bathroom was getting fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I took my stuff out of the bathroom and I started keeping it in my bedroom. We started keeping all of our shit in yeah. the bedroom. Even you because, but she's crazy. And then we started locking our bedroom door. Exactly. Because if she has the audacity to go into someone's room and take the bed sheets off of their bed. Because I didn't know about any of that. She was I didn't know that she told you she went in the room. I had no fucking clue. So I was like, oh, fuck, she's been in our room? I had no idea. She was like that. Like, she was so fucking insane. That's more wine. wine. Yeah, she was fucking crazy. So I remember we started locking our door. Religiously started locking our door. Like, even if we went to the bathroom, we would lock it. We would lock the door, I remember. Because I also remember her one time being like, you're just listening to, like, your political podcast in the shower. And I was like... What the fuck? How could you hear the podcast? Because, like... The shower's running and, like... Yeah, like, you had to have been, like, like that. Yeah, she just listens to everything. Because she was always home. 
I mean, I have no idea where this girl is now. Sometimes I kind of feel like she's stalking me. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. I don't think that she's stalking. I mean, like... I mean, and then this, the, all that after the fight, and then there was like that RA drama that we mentioned a few episodes before. Yeah. Um, Go back and But listen. yeah, I don't, yeah. Not to say like I wasn't my own person and I couldn't have made my own decisions. Yeah. But she was also like just, she would just egg shit on. If I was mad about anything, if I was upset about anything, she would just like feed into that. She would she like. She was like, like the little devil on your shoulder. Yeah. She was obsessed with you. She was obsessed with hating you. Yeah. It was so weird. And I, remember when I crashed my car and then she got upset that I got a new car? Yeah, she was so mad about and that. And I was like, hello, have you ever heard of insurance? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's really important to, like, know big signs. like, But it's important to realize that, like, do not let crazy people, like, dictate your friendships. Yep. So like, some signs that your friend might be toxic. If they are constantly putting other people that they say that they're close to in their life down. Constantly putting people down. Being super negative. Being extreme, like negative AF. Like so fucking negative. And they just like switch. Like one moment they love Chrissy. And then the second, the next second they hate them. And they're they the need, worst they person them. ever. And they're talking shit about them. But they're friends. Yeah. Supposedly. I honestly do not have anyone that I'm friends with that I talk shit about. Yeah. That's, like, there's no... And, like, if they try to isolate you. Like, that's what I felt like she was always trying to do, was, like, yeah. isolate me from you and other people. But that's she did a not toxic want me to relationship. Be friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, a to- like, a sign of a toxic friendship. Like, any relationship, honestly, yeah. is, like, whenever they try to <laughs> isolate you from, like, your family or your other friends. Um, some other toxic uh, signs. Just talk to your friends, honestly. But if and be they... open with them and like realize who your friends are, and if, if you trust someone and someone is trying to like turn you against them, something's wrong. You Especially know? if you've known the other person longer, just think long and hard about it. Are they trying to manipulate you? Are they talking bad about other family or other friends? Like if they're talking bad about people they claim are their best friends, it's likely that they're talking shit about you too. So yeah, if you had a toxic friend or a relationship, let them the fuck go. Let them go. Let them go. It's not even worth keeping around. Like it's so. I know. Frust- I'm so glad it's I saw the so light. So frustrating. Imagine if if we had ended and we weren't friends. Like we probably would never rekindle because you. Yeah, just we could have easily just let that friendship go, and I could have like stayed with that bitch and been friends with her and like been in a horrible friendship where like she doesn't value me as a person and. Obviously, she was crazy. She's just a pawn in her game. You were a pawn in her game. Yeah. I don't know where she's off to now. Well, we have gotten way too many squirrels too deep right now. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was our crazy-ass relief drama. And that, I mean, we just touched the surface. And, like, there are are a lot of things that we blocked out, um, which is fine. I I don't need to dwell on them. I feel like this should be a good topic because... Okay, so yeah, we've gone way too deep. If you guys care about these sorts of stories, like, I think I have a lot of toxic people stories, I can tell you. Yep. Does that make me toxic? I don't know. We're officially two swirls too deep, and so um, follow us on Instagram at two swirls too deep. And follow us, do you say Twitter? No. (laughs) Follow us us on Twitter at two swirls. Tweet us. Tweet us your thoughts about, tweet like, us. anything. Literally anything, fuck. guys. Seriously, tweet us. 
Seriously, tweet us. Seriously. And like two leave swirls. Us a review, please. Leave us a goddamn review. I was looking at those stickers today, and I was like, God. I wish and then yeah, you know who you are. You just left a review. You reviewed us. You rated us five stars, but you didn't leave a review. Like write it. You gotta like, write something. Even if you're like, oh my god, Lexi is the most annoying bitch ever. I want to hear or it. Or Bexa, Bexa, Bexa is Bexa is super toxic. Like which one is which one of us is more toxic? I want the hate. I just want anything. Come on, give us something. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> and we are also on TikTok. I'm 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 gonna be posting some TikTok. So go to Two Swords Too Deep and look at our TikTok. Yes, and let us know if you guys want us to be on Patreon. Like. You want this? Do you uncensored? want those videos? Do you want those uncensored? I would or? literally upload this whole entire podcast uncensored. Honestly, uncensored if you want it. At like three dollars a month. Psh, that's that's $3 cheaper than Netflix. For some tea, for some hardcore nice drama. And I female know, on female drama. I know that some of you guys from college are listening, and you guys should really pay for more content. <laughs> you should pay for more content because we will use your name, and then you guys can wake up. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Thanks for keeping it too swirls too deep. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.